What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for the podcast, my partner in life, and my wife, Rachel Campos Duffy. It's good to be back. I love Q&A. It's my favorite time of the week. And we have just so many fun questions today from so many of our listeners. Um, Let's just get right into it. Okay, so this one should be pretty easy, Sean. What did you have for breakfast this morning? (laughs) Okay, Uh, so normally I don't have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to skip it. And so I can, you're like an intermittent faster. I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, but your dad made uh, bacon this morning. So I had a strip of bacon mm-hmm. um, and then I had, okay. I had a little bowl of uh, uh, flax seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exciting. Yes. And then I, well, then I had some, uh, I had some peanuts. That's my, uh, that sounds awful actually. I love it. Um, so my again. breakfast, I had a burger with some turmeric kraut on the side and a cup of coffee. And uh, so coffee too. I need that protein in the morning. I've been trying to do that. So I moved myself a, a small little burger and I put some sauerkraut with turmeric on the side. Nice. If, I, but I do think a perfect breakfast is eggs. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I, I usually eggs. have that burger with an egg. Um, with the chicken or duck egg, and I like that. But I gotta tell you, I've also like not long ago I was doing whatever when I was having some breakfast. I do once in a while oatmeal. I love oatmeal. Um, with with blueberries, raspberries, or strawberries in there, and it yeah. was like delish. To me, that is a perfect breakfast. Although I I am an egg girl, so I'm with you I on that. Myself. Okay, well, on that same note, what is your favorite meal? Now, not healthy, just your favorite meal. Um, I got to, uh, so I got, I've, so I'm going to give you three things that I really like. Okay. I like sushi, yeah. right? And I'm Who like, a pri- I'm a prisoner. So I always do salmon, avocado, sushi rolls. By prisoner, he means I eat the same. Can, I've always said to Sean that if, if he ever got sent to prison, he'd be fine. Cause he's capable of eating the same thing every day and not getting tired every of it. Day. If he likes it. I like a filet steak mm-hmm. and I like a hamburger. Um, my favorites. How about you? You know, I would, I'm going to give you two. I'm going to say, I love a ribeye. Medium rare. Mm-hmm. Cannot go wrong with that. I can't eat a ribeye, but and yes. I'm sorry, there is nothing better than bread with salted butter. It's still like, it's just amazing. If you have good bread and salted butter, the simplicity of it is just delicious. Oh, salted. Your sister brought some salted butter to the house last weekend, and I had just yeah, like, some like Amish stuff. It's oh, amazing. my. I know. I've been having a I lot of bread and salted butter. butter. Yes. And by the way, I'm one of those people that, I, you know, I know this the trend is like no carbs. I'm not one of those people. Like, I want to eat more pr- protein, but I just believe in a balance. And, you know, some carbs I think are fine. Listen, I don't, I try not to eat too many carbs, but if I'm at a restaurant and there's salted butter and like the soft roll, like I can't say no to that. I'm like I'm sorry. You shouldn't say and no to that. Sometimes like when you, you have you the, should not the salt that's on the little the little the little piece of bread. Yeah, like salted bread and salted butter. Oh, I know. Then we both love salt. That is do, like yeah. something we agree on for sure. Um. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna move around in all kinds of these. These questions are like all over the map. Um. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert, Sean? It's interesting. I'm both. So if 
there's some uh, situations, circumstances where I am very extroverted, very outgoing, very engaging. Say there's political events, and I've got to do that, and I'm actually pretty good at that. I'm, but it's I got I have just good at you love I, those kind I have of to political be in the right events. mindset. You love it. I see you there. I do, I do love you it. I do, love I, I, I do. You know, some people do political events, and they actually get exhausted at the end, or they dread them. You do them, and I feel like it. It gives you energy. Well, I do. Like people have to pull me away. Like I'll stay there for and be like, listen, we got to go to the next event. You have to leave. Yeah, yeah that's like, your staff want, like, would have to do that I all like, the time. I like to stay, but whereas you look at Ron DeSantis and he looks so uncomfortable trying to small talk. And for you, I don't think it, it feels no, like small talk. You're genuinely interested in other people. But I get other circumstances where I don't like I'm like, I just kind of want to hang out and be a little. I don't know. I just I don't feel as engaging. So I can ebb and flow. Usually I'm pretty outgoing, but sometimes I'm like, nah. I don't mind being a little, I feel a little uncomfortable. I'm a little wallflower. I don't know. How about you? What are, what are so you? I've always been an extrovert. Yes, you have been. However, what's interesting is as I've aged, I have become, I wouldn't say an introvert, but I have become much more of a homebody. Uh, I like to be home in my house. Uh, I don't mind. I don't need to go out. In fact, sometimes I dread having to go out. I mean, I, we have dinner planned this week with our friends. And our, my parents, and which I'm looking forward to that. But for the most part, I I like to stay home and I like to make food and watch movie with you and you know kind of hang out. I become is, more of a homebody. Is that because of the complication of going out? Whether it's no, we, we have to deal it's with kids or babysitters. Here, as the kids have gotten older, we have built-in sitters. No, I think it's an age thing. Yeah, I think I when I was young, I loved to go out and um, I was big on that. And now I'm just I'm just getting old, Sean. You're not though. You look like you're a little spring chicken. Oh, yeah, I'm, a spring I'm chicken. I'm married well. I'm married yes, well. You don't yes. age. Okay. What is your favorite part of your job and your least favorite part of your job? I know what your least favorite part of your job is. Well, so I so at Fox, I have to come in. I I I have to be there for a show from six to seven East Coast. So I'm there when the kids come home from school, and I come home right when they're going to bed. So I miss the nighttime with with our kids and the older ones are awake a little bit longer so I can see them. A lot of times the little ones might have, already be in bed. already fallen asleep. We, so we like to do a prayer time together as a family. Sometimes they're a little longer, but oftentimes they can just, they can be really short, but we like to do that together as a family. And um, I, I'll miss that. Um, so is that your least part, favorite part yeah, of the job is missing the, yeah. That, you know what I thought you were going to say? I, I guess I, I got it wrong. I thought you were going to say that your least favorite part of the job is that since you've become a, Monday through Friday host, you can know, and you're not a contributor. You can't base yourself out of Wisconsin in the summer. So that would be a secondary one. Listen, I had a lot of freedom. You did. I got to do a lot of as a contributor. Stuff. It was way I could, better. <laughs> I could work from anywhere. We had a studio at the cabin. I could be up there for six, seven months. If I had some conference calls that I had to do as well, I could do those also. And now I'm kind of on lockdown, and so I spent. A, I got four days over the fourth, and then I went up for a week. Yeah. But I'm not used to that. I'm so, what's to, your favorite part of the job? Um, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an old dog myself and to be able to do a show where we're able to bring the news and the conversation and my thoughts, um, to a great Fox business audience. I love that. Um, and to be part of the, the, the conversation and the cycle and help craft what I think is going on and unpack what is going on, I think is a, is a really wonderful job to have. It's a privilege. And, and by the way, I, I got to do that in a different way in Congress. Right. As part of the conversation is crafting policy. This is similar related, but different than than Congress. But I still enjoy it. How about you? 
Um, least favorite part? Well, listen, I get up before 3 a.m. So obviously that's my least part, favorite part of the job. Although um, my favorite part of the job makes that easier. And I think my favorite part of the job, it's twofold. One, I love working with Will and Pete. Um, I think it's just, it's just fun. We have a, a great time. I don't, it doesn't feel like work when we're in the middle of it because we just have a lot of fun together. Uh, but, uh, and I think the other part is I love, I love the news. I, I love politics. Um, I get angry sometimes about what's going on. I do, but I do consider it an honor and a privilege to be able to help decide what gets out there. Cause as a host, we get, we get some say, we don't get full say, but we get a little bit of say in, in what, what, what we get to present there in the news and also my ability to have a platform to speak for other people. I think the greatest compliment that I get from people is thank you for speaking for me. Thank you for saying what I'm thinking. And for me, that's a real privilege. And, and, and it's something I take really seriously. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people out there, whether it's because of, you know, that they're afraid they might get canceled or in some way um, lose their job or something for saying what they think. Uh, I think that we get paid to say what we think. And that's, and I, and I take it very seriously that I can represent the way a lot of people think uh, people who can't, who don't really feel they have the freedom to say that publicly. And they're, they're very grateful that we can, now I don't think people should outsource their voices. I think the more we all speak, the better our country will be um, when we speak the truth. But I, I do understand that some people just also don't feel comfortable, you know, in a fam even a family setting saying what they think, but they watch our shows and they hear what we have to say and they feel very edified in their feel in their, in the way that you, they you guys have a lot of fun. Um, so, we have a lot so of fun on Fox You have a lot of serious topics, um, a lot of really, really smart conversation that you will and Pete have together, which it's it's really enjoyable to hear. But we also do like goat yoga. Right. Yo we do yoga with goats and right. things like that. We go down water. And by the way, the goats were wearing diapers. That was like such a funny <laughs> episode. So we were doing yoga as goats with diapers were walking over our backs. Nice. It was <laughs> It's so Fox and Friends. And then we'll go from that to like, you know, Inter interviewing, you know, I don't know, somebody really important, like Farage. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, so anyway, it's 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 very Fox and Friends. So that's a good one. Okay, who is your celebrity? Oh, wait, wait, I love when the like the, if the goat fell off, it was trying to claw itself back up on a back, and it was like, ooh, that that's <laughs> it feels weird to have a goat on your back. Um, they're baby those, goats. Dig those hooves. They're baby. Dig those hooves in your side. Um, who is your celebrity crush? Oh gosh, who's my celebrity crush? You go first. I don't know. I got to think oh, about that. Come on, Sean. I, I'm trying to think. Who would I? Who would I? I don't know. Which is a good idea. Like I don't. I don't have. I don't really have one. Really. No. So who's? Oh. Uh, well, but I'm gonna. I can. I can. I'll, I'll try to answer the question. I'll try to think of who I would have. But I don't have someone like. Oh, this is it. Like you asked me, what's my favorite food? I can give you the three things that I love to have. Okay, why don't you? Why don't you? I know who your celebrity crush is. Don't pretend. I'm gonna like, ponder this for a little while as you. It's Sean. It's Penelope Cruz. Well, we do have a thing. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Penelope and I do have a little something together. But you know, she's kind of falling under the limelight. So that was maybe a thing of we had a thing in the past. Penelope and I did. <laughs> we met on a bus once. Just you know, um, I was with in the baby Madrid. in the front pack in Madrid. Penelope came on. Our eyes caught. Um, as Rachel was on the plane, <laughs> we were married. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, no, I, we were married, but yeah, you had a moment with you and 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 Penelope Cruz where you talked. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. And, and she didn't even have makeup on. She was. No, she was I still. saw her later on in the airport or earlier in the airport, and then Sean saw her on this bus. We rode together. Anyway, that was a, that was a great gorgeous. few minutes. Yeah, yeah Penelope. That she was. A, yeah, she's a beautiful woman. 
Yeah. Um, you it's know, like so babies. growing up, I, you know, I have like, you know, I love old Hollywood. And so I've always had a thing for Paul Newman. Well, I was going to say Paul Newman. I yeah. love Paul Newman. I think if I love watching his movies, I think he's so sexy. Uh, and I, then I think. Let's say Elvis. I thought you'd go with Elvis or Paul Newman. I mean, I think I love Elvis, but not in the way I love Paul, Paul Newman. Newman. It's a different kind of thing with Paul Newman. And then, you know, if in that vein. I only know Paul Newman through his dressing. I never watched any of these. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. The salad dressing. Uh, well, we'll have to sit down and watch Cat on a Hot Tin Roof and Giant and all the great movies. Doesn't seem been. very exciting. Um, okay, and so then the other, um, the other one is Brad Pitt, which who has a vein of Paul Newman, and and frankly, Sean, you have a little bit of Paul Newman in you. That's and I always think that it's that little bit of Paul Newman I see in you that is why it's because I can kick up a great salad dressing like no one else <laughs> sure. ever Paul Newman sure. and me. Listen, Paul Newman, a young Paul Newman. There's just, I mean, mm. and and Brad Pitt. By the way, Brad mm. Pitt's aging very nicely. Yes, he is. He, he I looks, mean, he's in his sixties. I think he? he is sixty. Yeah. Yes, he is sixty. At least sixty, maybe sixty-one. He looks fantastic. Um, he has As aged you know, very say, well. He's juicing. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, well, it's working for him. I'm just saying. We'll have more of this conversation after this. Since the 1970s, working class Americans and U.S. investors who saved wealth in dollars have seen the dollar lose over 80% of its purchasing power. In contrast, investors who diversified their cash into gold saw gold appreciate over 5,000%. For Americans who invested $50,000 in gold when America left the gold standard in the 70s, their gold is worth more than $2.5 million today. While gold carries no guarantees and past performance does not equal future results, investors who do their own research will see that gold's performance over this time span is what gold has consistently done in the face of eroding paper currencies. For over 15 years, St. Joseph Partners has built its business with a singular focus on helping investors diversify their wealth and protect their families in physical gold and silver you hold in your hand. Don't let your hard-earned savings go unhedged. Call St. Joseph Partners or go to our joint website, kitchengold.net, not .com. That is kitchengold.net and protect your wealth. Okay, here's one. What are the most important, what is the most important quality in a partner, in a, in a spouse? I think um, I think fun and laughter. So there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that are really important, like the friendship, like but like what's important? I mean, you got to be able to have fun. In your life and fun with your um your 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 partner your mate is really important so if and this is this is something i noticed with from rachel which was one of the things i fell in love with if we would travel together before we were married we, we actually met on a travel adventure um but i saw this when we were married and would travel together she has this thing where we would go places and we would do things that i would have never done had i traveled by myself or travel with somebody else because she would talk to people and meet people and get advice from people. And like we would see things and go places that we never would have gone to or seen, but for your willingness to go chat people up and what do we want to do? And we're yeah. here, we're new here. We're only up two days here. And so I love you're 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 really fun to travel with. Um, I think you're fun with the you're fun with the kids. If we go to the cabin, um, you can't say I'm up. not fun anymore. In fact, they saw some old movies that you pulled up and they said, you're not as fun anymore. I'm like, yeah, because I'm running the show. Uh, but you're right. When I was when we were when we were dating, I I, I bet I was a lot more fun. You're still fun. Like, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, so when nice. we get away together, you're a lot of fun. So you can't put this on that point. So I did uh, Legacy Box 
Well, you see those ads all the time for legacy boxes. So I did, I did legacy box like a couple years ago and I sent in, I thought I had all my videos and I sent them in and I'm like, this is not close to all my videos, but the kids love to sit down and yeah, watch and old videos. With all the other ones you, you just did. Set those out. And I sent, so I, I put out two more big boxes of old videos. I'm like, I can't play them. I don't have the, the, the means to play them any longer. So they sent back these little, these little drives for me. Um, and I got the first box back, back and I haven't looked at them yet, but the kids love to look back oh, yeah, that's and, I, so fun. and I did so many videos and I narrated them really well. I would have been a TikTok star if I was. Yeah. If, you, if only you would use it 20 years ago, your own social ago. media. Um, I think loyalty. Uh, and it's not to say, obviously I, I want to be with someone fun. I want to do it, but I think just think loyalty is just really important in a marriage. And I think, you know, if someone's got your back, I just think that's just so important in, in life. I think life is, is hard and there's things that happen. And I don't think I it's could get hard. through it without, I don't think I get through life without having someone who had my back. It just makes life better. Someone who's like smothering you, calling you, texting you all the time. <laughs> Sometimes you're a little smothering. You're like, enough. <laughs> Leave me alone. I need my alone time. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, what do you binge? What's the last thing you binge watched and loved? So love. So first of all, I've, I've uh, watched the. By the way, we don't watch all the same stuff. No, we don't. So. Um, I'm watching. I'm just. I'm. I'm watching the Lincoln. Some of the Lincoln Lawyer episode, season two on Netflix. Is that a series? It is. Is it good? And just no. Nah, it's not. It's the first. The first one was pretty good. Well, it's just what you loved. Something you. The last thing you loved that you binge watched. What did I love? So I never watched John John Wick. Um. So John Paul and I. This like John Paul's our son. John, yeah, sorry. Uh, John Paul's son. We we watched the there's the first three or four John Wicks and it, yeah, the thing there's four. Are you liking it? We're done. We're, it was I thought that, 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 that wasn't serious. That was a set of movies. Um, I liked John Wick. Yeah, it was. And again, it's a guy's movie. You would not have liked it. Cars, guns, long fight scenes, really mm -hmm. good. Um, so I enjoyed John Wick. So the thing I last binge watched and I actually really liked was uh, White Lotus. My daughter told me to watch it. It was a little racy. Um, but it was very interesting storylines. And I love just sort of the it, the film. The, the It was visually very beautiful to watch. The first season was in Hawaii. The second was in um, Sicily. And the and the next one's going to be in Bali. I thought it was a, it was interesting. And there were are there, are things there I like. Yeah, season? there's different. There's different casts each season. And it, they're at a different hotel resort. Um, it's somebody said it was kind of like it's not like vacation porn, if you will, like you get to see what. You're at beautiful locations and they, you get to see the most beautiful, interesting sites um, from these locations. And so I thought that was that was interesting and I liked it. The last thing we saw together that we really both loved was a long time ago. But you and I both loved uh, This Is Us. We did. What was the what was the first series we watched together and loved and binged? 24. Oh, yes. I remember I that. Just, Jack we, Bauer. That, we now had that. That's that's old. We had to get them on DVDs back in the day. Can I tell you, so on on Apple, if you're there, um, Severance was really good. Uh, I thought I didn't expect. It. I just I like, pulled it up. I'm like, I'll just check this out. And I, I love the Severance. I like the Mosquito Coast. Very good. Probably shows you never. No, I don't like watch. But anyway. All right. Okay. So in your career, what has been or who has been the greatest influence in my career? Is um, there a politician that you looked up to? 
Is there somebody who inspired you to get into? You go, you go first on this one. I went first last time. So what? Oh, I don't know who you're gonna say. You do? Who do you think, think so. I'm gonna say? say no, no. Walters. Well, she definitely changed the course of my life. There's no question that Barbara Walters changed the course of my life when I was a young up and coming. You know, just trying to make it in in TV. She um, somehow her and Bill Getty, who by the way just her producer Bill Getty just passed away. Yeah. Um, one of the okay. few Republicans in like that level of of TV in uh in in broadcast television, one of the few Republicans that there were. I'm I think it was a combination of Bill Getty and Barbara Walters who saw me and met with me and put me on that show and um and and put me up for auditions multiple times. And um, I had a, a good relationship with both, but even probably more so with with Bill Getty. And so I, they've changed the course of my life by putting me on that show and really getting me on the path um, of of hosting and broadcasting. But there was another woman and some people may recognize her from uh, The Apprentice because she was on The Apprentice at one point. Her name is Nellie Galan. And she was uh, she is a producer a Hispanic producer. And I met her um, through a pilot that I did for Fox Latino when she was, she had a contract to do some Hispanic shows and I met her through there. And a couple of things happened with her that were really interesting. Um, first, she was highly successful, um, you know, came from nothing and was, you know, had this huge contract with Fox to, to produce some Hispanic in English, but Hispanic oriented programming. Um, when I got the pilot program with her, uh, her and I were talking, I told her I was in grad school at the time and I told her, you know, I like this TV thing. I might drop out of grad school and, and just kind of do this full time. And she said, if you drop out of grad school, I will never work with you again. Your education is really important and you should go back and finish, which of course I went back and told my mom, she was so happy because my mom didn't want me to drop out either. When I was thinking about it, so I did her, you drop out? No, I finished. I got my I got my master's degree, um, and I think in large part, my mom was praying that I stayed. And then Nellie Galan said, "If you want to keep working, at least with me, um, you got to finish that." But also, she said something to me in a meeting that was very casual, just kind of a one off, but it stuck with me, and it did change the course of my life because she said, "Listen, if you're sitting around waiting for your agent to find you a job, you will never get work." You have got to get out there and find your own work. And that has always been my um, my my motto in, in this business. And and I've always, you know, pursued, your own pursued my own opportunities yeah. and made my own contacts and and never sat back and waited for an audition to come to me. If I wanted to do something, I I knew I wanted to at one point work at Fox and I, I made a lot of those opportunities happen for myself and I'm very proud of it. Now that's not to say that other people didn't help me along the way. My agent helped me and 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 did some things for me, but I took personal responsibility for, for your opportunities. For my okay. opportunities. So I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you uh, three names. I'm, I'm going to do them quickly. So I, I was a young DA. Um, I got hired as a DA, and I hired an assistant. Um, his name is Dan Goglin, and a big old liberal. Big old, yep. And, but but Dan Goglin, and I was a young prosecutor. I was his boss. He was he was a a, a very smart, great really prosecutor. Smart guy. Um, which is what I needed. And he was very good to me, even though I was his boss, but he was an older dog in our office. Um, and so I'm grateful to him. He mentored you essentially as a, as a lawyer. Now, when I was running for Congress, he, uh, he couldn't handle that. Cause he was a Democrat and he actually 
cut and ran ads against me as I ran for Congress. Experiences with this kind of stuff from Democrats, but it's true. So I, I obviously that that was that was me, Dan. Dan, Dan, that was me. That was me. But I, that's that that doesn't undermine what he did for I agree. me, and I was a friend of his, um, and he did that as we were friends. But again, good on the on the professional. The other one I'll tell you is Paul Ryan, who many of you know, he's the former Speaker of the House from Wisconsin, and a former Republican Congressman Mark Green. I went to a, a state convention, and they're both really young, and so a, a, Repu- a Republican state convention. So what year would you say this was? Yeah, this was like two thousand and like six. Mm-hmm. 2005 and i'm like these are young guys and i i i forget what they said in their speeches but i was inspired and i'm like you know what i, I mean i already like politics i was at a republican convention state convention but i'm like i kind of these young guys can do it why is, why is age gonna hold me back um yes. so again sometimes you don't know who sees what and how it can inspire that's them so and interesting that's what those guys did for me it was like i can i can do that and frankly I did. And you did. I did. And you did. Um, how has being married to Rachel changed your life? So or changed you, not your life. Changed. So you. listen, I'm. Um, I think. How has it changed you? So Rachel sees opportunities everywhere. To your to the answer to your last question, and there's things that I might think I can't do or shouldn't do, and Rachel's like, "Are you kidding me? Of course you can." Um, and even there's some things I was, wasn't sure that she could do that. She said she could do. And she has, <laughs> so she, she doesn't, there's not a lot of roadblocks that you have, yeah. um, when we look at life and opportunities and things we can and, um, uh, should strive for. So I think that's one, one of the biggest things I said, I was, I, 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 I was a, I, I come from a, a large Catholic family. But as many young people, I had stopped going to church every Sunday and I was I would go less frequently. You were a better Catholic than I was. Um, and so there was a reignition of my faith when we got married, um, which is a really good thing. And I think a lot of a lot of young people, but especially a lot of young men have a story like that. And if you don't oftentimes meet someone who matches that core value, you could I could have fallen away from it potentially. I hope that wouldn't be my wouldn't have been my story, but it's possible. Um but you brought out the you 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 bring out the I best brought out me. the Catholic in you. You did. You bring out the best in me oftentimes. And sometimes you can bring out the worst in me too, but usually it's the best. <laughs> That's marriage for sure. That's right. Um, I would say that you have what's changed how you've changed me the most is um my ability to communicate in fights. So I think when I came into the marriage, I had a way of communicating that was very aggressive and I had to win. Um, I had to win and I'm Latin and I'm fiery and I would just kind of, you know, I just had to be right all the, you know, when I was, and, and sometimes that, that still comes out of me. I kind of have that, you know, combativeness that when I'm pushed, uh, but sometimes you're not pushed. You just want to be right all the time. (laughs) That's probably true. And I have to be, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sean, um, Sean is the 10th of 11 children and something wonderful happened in Sean's family, which is when Sean was growing up, his family went to counseling because one of his siblings had, you know, a, a drug issue. And so it was sort of like a, it wasn't like his problem. It became what's happening in this family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the result of family counseling is that the Duffies learn to communicate differently, better, better. Yeah. And I think Sean brought that to the marriage. And I learned a lot that, you know, 
I'm not oh. fighting with you to win. I'm fighting because I want to improve our marriage. And that changes the nature of the fight, right? So if I'm, if I'm arguing, and by the way, we, we do argue. Yeah, I, of course. Of course we argue and we disagree on things and we see things in each other that we don't like. But the, the one thing is we're married, which this is why we were talking in, in an earlier episode about how many kids now are young people don't want to get married. They just live together. Um, and, but that's what cha- what changes for a couple in a relationship is when they are married and they are married as we are in a sacrament in as Catholics for life. So if I'm going to live with you forever, it changes the nature of how we fight because I want to work this out. I want to make myself better. I want you to make yourself better. I want this fight to make us better as a couple because I don't have any way out. You're never going to get rid of me. Um, we're in this for life. And so I think I didn't have the skill set to do that in a productive way, to fight in a productive way, in a way that actually made our marriage better. And you taught me to listen more and to 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 do it more productively. And I didn't have it. And I would say for on my I I have a little Irish grudge holding that happens with oh, me. Right. He does. And Rachel is Rachel burns really I hot. Don't, I don't have I don't hold but grudges. she doesn't burn very long. Yeah. Burns hot, but then it, it dies out pretty quick. And so <clears throat> Rachel's a good forgiver. And that's something that um I still strive to always do a better job, let things go. But you set a good example of of forgiveness and letting things go and and repairing and all those things are are really good. So. Last question. Okay. It's a good one. It is. It is. What gadget or product do you own that has changed your life? Okay. I'm not I'm not going to go with the standard my phone. My like okay. So at Christmas, um your your brother and sister and their kids all came down for Christmas and one of the kids one of your nieces, one of my nieces, opened up a present and it was... It was actually for you. No, no, it wasn't. It was for her. It was an egg. What is it? It's like an egg, like a six thing. You put a little top, top on it. It'll it'll cook your egg to a soft boil, medium boil, or hard boil. You know how like if you have an egg and you try and you want to boil it. And if you're like me or Sean, you don't like hard boiled. You like either soft, soft or medium boiled. And you put it in the hot water in the pan and it never comes out right. It and I was hard doing eggs yeah. on my salad and I could never get them right. And our niece got an, an egg cooker, like an egg, whatever the other thing, the, the, the egg, egg, whatever that cooks your eggs. And so I'm like, oh my so God, what it, it, that's amazing. I would love one of those. And then my we switched, we, we exchanged names uh, in the family. He didn't realize he actually was getting one himself. I got one myself. And and Paloma had my name and she was like, open your present. I'm like, no, I only have like like two presents. I'm like, I'm going to wait. And she's like, no, open it now. I'm like, and I waited and open it. And she had actually got me an egg. You got one too. Well. That, that, yeah. No, you um, got one too. So it's and I love it. Thing. You put your eggs in and you it, there's like this little measuring cup and you measure how much if, water. How much, if, if, do you want a hard boiled, soft boiled or medium boiled? And depending on how you want your egg, you put that much water in and the egg comes out perfectly the way you want it. It's and soft boiled, medium boiled or hard boiled. And the peel of the, the, the it peels off. It actually peels off easier. There's I the way it didn't it. know this existed in the world. I'm like, and I, and I got it and I loved it. I actually brought one to the cabin as well. I think I don't want to sell this person out at Fox, but I think he has one because I see he, it. No, 
I think Bill Hemmer has a an has egg cooker too. himself. Because Pete saw, uh, I, Pete and I talked about it. And like, while we were on the show, he's like, that's an amazing product. Because I was telling him about yeah. it after you got it. It was like $12. And he ordered it himself, like $12. right there on the show. It's great. What yeah. about you? Um, I had, I was thinking about, well, I mean, I do love the egg thing, as you can tell. Um, think here really quick. What product? I'm going to just tell you what it is. What is it? It involves your sister, Colleen. I started using, um, she makes little, she's like genius. Um, she knows everything about amazing. health, nutrition. And she started, she was just unsatisfied, even with all the organic, wonderful skin products out there. She was like, I can create my own. And I started using the products that she makes. And basically I got hooked on oils for my skin. So I, every morning, every night, I use these vitamin A and vitamin C oils that she makes this whole concoction of essential oils and sends them to me um, every couple months because that's how long they last about a couple months each. And I, I, I also use, she makes me a, a homemade face scrub. So I don't use any products from the store. I use all these homemade products that your sister makes. And she, and she and sells them in this little, this little business. Like she does her, she has her and her husband have a health food chain in Southern California it's called Jimbo's. She, but she, she only gives them to friends. It's like she's not a business business. No, it's no, just it's like for friends. Right. So people, yeah. so she doesn't sell online, but it's just a word of, word of mouth she does. But she, that's the most My amazing skin has never product because I've got some it. from her as well that I've used. And yeah, no, she is, she is. So I would say that probably changed. It changed my skin and then, sure. and therefore it changed my life. <laughs> Can I tell you a product that I, it broke on us now and I've tried to reorder batteries for it, but I'm like, this thing is amazing. Right. The Dyson cordless vacuum is, they never, they never, so they, the bat, I, I had to rebuy batteries for it and I could never get it to rerun again because of the battery, but I'm sorry when it was working, that thing sucked like no tomorrow and it was cordless. I mean, it was fantastic. So um, oh wait, I have, I I have to say one more thing oh, that I my, love. My girlfriend. Yeah, we call it Sean's <laughs> girlfriend. My kids bought me a uh, uh, what's it called? It's kind of like the zoom the like the zoom, but the, the it'll clean your floors. But it's not. It's called the rock 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 something. Rock a rock. I'm gonna tell you in a second because I have the app on it. Anyway, it not only Roborock the Roborock the Robo Rock the Robo Rock. That is an amazing, honestly, that is an amazing product. So my kids bought it for me for a Chris, or Christmas, my I birthday. Know, I can't remember. Yeah. It was amazing. They bought me this. It not only is, it's like a robot that goes around the floor and vacuums, but it also mops. Mops your it floor. It mops my floor. It's And it and they does a better job than my kids do. So it is amazing. So I like, I tell the kid that's, I tell Richard, it's my girlfriend. Yeah. So he'll girl, set it for me. I'll, I'll my, did you I'll tell my girlfriend, girlfriend to clean the floors? Did you, tell, <laughs> did you tell your girlfriend to clean my floors? <laughs> and it was, it does it so well. Um, so you can, or you can program it from your just, phone. We don't make any money from any of these people. We're no, just going to tell you what we love. Kick back for these products. Yeah. So the, the, the products that we love uh, in our house. Uh, it's an interesting question for somebody to ask. Yeah, it is. The next thing you need, a, you need a nightlight, which I haven't found a perfect nightlight. So you can read at night and I can go to bed. Yeah, um, the light bulb. I've, I've looked. Yeah, I got to figure that out. So um, I told you I just want to clap on. I just I agree. So the uh, but I researched that there's no clap on lights or clap on light switches. So you can plug different things into the clap on light switch. Ah, I, be I believe so. That could still work. Yeah, no, it'll totally work. 
clap on, clap off. Clap on, clap off. All right. Cheap recently. So, listen, everyone, thank you for Q&A. Good questions this week. Thank you for that. Um, Like our podcast, again, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, foxnewspodcast.com. You can always find us there uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, until next week, thank you for joining us. Oh, by the way, we have a great podcast coming next week. You are going to love it. And don't, don't don't say who our guest is. Uh, it's a topic that we love, and it's a great guest, and we can't wait to what? share it with you. Because I, I well, okay. We're going to have Chris Rufo on. Chris Rufo. Um, so it's going to be a great podcast. We're going to talk to him about a lot of things, um, not just CRT, but he's building suspense. He built, he spent, he spent like six weeks in Hungary. And we're going to talk to him about what he learned during that experience. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Until next time, thank you for joining us at the kitchen table. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.